you thought being a franchisee would make you rich, you'd be your own boss and you'd have a lot less stress. And then you opened your business and found it's a lot different. The Let's Break Franchising Podcast takes all of the best and the worst and we break it all down for you. We keep what works, we replace what doesn't, and we make it a lot more fun to be a franchisee. Welcome to another edition of Let's Break Franchising Podcast. I'm Bob Griffin, the founder and CEO of Business Bulldog, the sponsor for Let's Break Franchising. So let's talk a little bit today. What do we want to cover? It's the end of January. There's a whole new year here. Everything is fresh and ready to go. We're still in a pandemic. We're still looking for vaccines and all these things. There's closures. You're still struggling to get customers. What do I want you to focus on? And many of you are going to go, oh, this is a marketing podcast. No, 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 no. I want to talk about training because you are in competition with the same people you were before. You're still looking for the same customer base. So are they. You're looking for people to come more often to your business and spend money. The way to make that happen now is to be better than your, your competition. And the way to be better than your competition isn't, isn't a marketing thing or a price thing. It's a training thing. So we're going to talk about training today. And of course, I love to break stuff, especially in franchising, because it gets very dull and boring. So I want you to think about your, when you were decided to be a franchisee, you looked at this whole system and you loved the brand and the colors look really good. And they, they, it just seemed happy and wonderful and you could make some money at this. And you went and you signed your agreements and you spent two or three weeks at training at their corporate headquarters and everything looked really good. And they taught you marketing and the administrative side of things. And, and they, they showed you how to train employees and they trained you on how to do each job. And then you got back to your, your location and you went through your checklist and everything looks really good. Check, 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 check. Sign off on it. Okay, you're ready for your grand opening. You've trained your whole team and they look nice and everybody's clean. The building's clean. The front door, the handles on things, you know how I feel about those. That's clean too. It looks really, really good. Everybody's trained up in every job that they need to be trained up in. They're smiling and they're happy because they know what they're doing. And you're confident in their abilities because you trained them and you trained them again and you made them go through it so they knew exactly what to do and when to do it how to do it, why to do it, and they wanted to do it. That's the most important part. We'll come back, we'll circle back around to them wanting to do it. Okay, so what is it, 30 days later, you've been open for a month, you've got, you know, uh, some employees have already left because they were like, well, this was fun, but it's a lot of work, this isn't for me, you're okay, they gave you the, the shirts back, the, the logoed shirts, you're like, hey, all right, no problem, talk to you later, have a good life, okay, and you get in a whole new team, and are you training them the same way you trained the first group? Nope. And the reason is, is you've got, you've got everything that you have to do to be in business, don't you? You've got all that marketing and bills to pay and vendors are coming at you and you've got a thousand things that are happening every day before nine o'clock. And so by the time 9.01 hits, you're stressed. Are you training your team the same way you did when you, before you opened? 
Nope. And we need to change that because the way to succeed, the way to kick your competition in the ass is to out-train your competition. What I want you to do is what we used when my family started an educational publishing company. Okay. Now, I don't want you to specifically use the products. Okay. That's not it. We use we created manipulatives, okay, flashcards, board games, things that people could touch and get their hands on and be a part of and immerse themselves in the learning process, okay? Because the what I do want you to do is what manipulatives do differently in training. Okay? Everybody wants to use a computer for training. It doesn't work because you're not using enough of your senses to move that information from short-term memory to long-term memory. You have to use more senses. It works really well, and it works every single time. So you hear people say, well, I'm a visual learner, or I have to do it to learn it. I have to do... Okay, yes, you have to do all of that. Okay? You've got to get in there as this is the big part of your job. So bring customers in. Yes, that's your job as an owner. Your job is to bring them in. The second half of your job is to make sure that the customers stay and want to come back and tell all their friends and family how great your business is so that they come in too. If you're doing the marketing side or the administrative side of things, but you're not doing the training side, you are giving yourself 50% of your business. That's 50% of your profits. You know what? If you need to hire somebody, take 50% of your profits right now and pay somebody to do this training because it's that important. It is that valuable to your business. And we always talk about value when we talk about what things we can break in your business. Okay, how, how valuable is training? If a customer comes through the door the first time when you have a, a grand opening and they see how things are supposed to work and then in two weeks they come back and it's exactly the same way, how more likely are they to come back? A lot, a lot more likely. Now things can get in the way. Um, you know, another new store can open, a competitor can be have some kind of sale and they try that. If you're consistent, you have much better opportunity of keeping that customer. You've got to look at it that way. The value of training is gold to you. You've got to do this correctly. So here's the thing with training. And I want you to look at it the same way that we do with so many other things. There's an acronym called STOP, which is kind of funny because you want them to go. You want them to do something. But STOP. S is show. T is for tell, O is for observe, and P is for practice, okay? So show, tell, observe, practice. Real simple, okay? So you're going to show them what you want done. You're going to talk to them about what it is you're doing, why you're doing it, when they do it, how often you do, whatever it is. Clean the bathroom, okay? We're just going to use that as a prime example because there are plenty of businesses that look fine on the outside, but as soon as you go into their bathroom, it's disgusting. Nobody's cleaned in there because they, they weren't trained that that's part of their job. If they're not trained that, then guess what? It's nasty. If it's nasty back there, what other things are they cutting corners on? I'm not sticking around if your bathroom is a mess, okay? So look at things from that perspective, all right? So show, tell, observe, practice, okay? So you're going to walk them through the whole process of that. But the last part of it is practice. 
So they're not going to be 100% to begin with. And I don't need you to nitpick them at, while they're doing it. You ask them questions instead of telling them. Okay? So as you, you're telling them when you're doing it. When they're doing it and they're practicing, ask them questions. Do you think it would be better to do it this way? And they can talk you through, yes, I guess so. All right, so they've actually become a part of the training. They're, they're immersed in it. They're answering you, yes, I think this is a better way. You can ask them why and get their responses when they're physically part of this. They're telling you. They can hear themselves tell you. They're physically doing the job. They're using more senses than just watching a video, a webinar on this is how you fry chicken. That's crazy. Don't ever do that. That's actually pretty dangerous, too. So I need you to do things a little bit differently than you have been. I need you to actually train your team. Now, here's the part that is your homework. Oh, I love doing homework. Homework is I want you to have your team train you on whatever task. Pick a task. Just get a piece of paper. Write down their names. Oh, you could use a computer. Whatever. But you can <laughs> I always go to pen and paper. I'm old school. Shut up, Bill. Bill's my younger brother. He's listening to this podcast. Hi, Bill. Okay, so get a pen and paper, write their names down one side, write the tasks across the top, and then go ahead and mark off and see if they actually know how to do the tasks. If they're training you on it, hopefully they're, they're repeating back the way you told them to do the job. If they're not, you've got a training opportunity right there. Not a punishment opportunity. It's where we're circling back again, okay? You're in training mode. Your homework is to have your employees train you on all the tasks in your business. So they, you know they know what to do. If they know what to do and how to do it and why and how often, then you're good. If, they're, if they are not doing that, then that's on them, okay? But again, it's not a punishment thing. It can be that they know what to do and how to do it and all of those things, and they still aren't doing it because there's a disconnect in their mind. They can't, they're not clicking with your business. They're not clicking with the other employees, or they've got something in the way. You need to learn what's in their way. If it's them, if it's purely them, you say, hey, look, it's not working. It's okay. I like you. It's just this isn't the job for you, and let them go. Don't try and discipline them up and do all these things. No, it's okay. You can let somebody go and say, hey, look, it's not right. I'll help you find another job somewhere else, but this isn't the business for you. What do you want to do? And actually have a conversation with them to find out what they really want to do. It may be that they may, they're in the wrong spot in your business. They're in the wrong location. They may have to drive further to get to whatever <laughs> location you have, and they want to be closer to their home. It could be all sorts of different things, but if you're coming at them because they're not doing a task correctly and you're, you're coming at them, in other words, you know, not physically, of course, that's weird, but you're actually coming at them with a discipline and they're not doing it right. I have to write you up for this. What the hell? Are you still in high school? No, just let them go. It's okay. But don't be mean about it. There's no reason to be mean. Uh, it, it doesn't help you. It doesn't help your business. And it actually hurts your business because guess what? You're not going to get really good employees if they, feel, if they hear that you're a, a disciplinary boss. A disciplinary owner doesn't work. You have to actually 
work with them and have a real conversation. Y'all are adults, okay? Hopefully you're not hiring kids. If you are a 16-year-old, you're mentoring them. So you're still not coming at them. You should mentor them. You should actually walk them through what the whole business looks like and give them a better idea of, of what business as a whole, as a fran what does franchising look like. Introduce them to other business owners. That's mentoring, okay? That's anybody below the age of 18. Anyone above is an adult. Treat them like an adult. Have a real conversation with them. It works. It doesn't work. This is what you should be doing. You know what to do. Explain to me why you're not. So in other words, you're asking questions instead of telling them. You, there's, a t there's a point where you tell them. You tell them, look, it's not working. You just gave me all the reasons why it's not working. You know. All right. Look, shake hands. I'm going to help you find a job if I can, uh, but you can't work here. It's all right. And be an adult about your business. But the training should, should reflect what you want your customers to see, hear, smell, all of it. They're immersing themselves in your business in the first one second that they walk through your door. If you don't believe me, it's actually less than that. Because as they're walking up to your business, they're gauging what it looks like on the inside. If your windows are covered and everything... If the business is slap, 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 you know, guess what? They're going to expect that the, everything inside looks the same way. Have you gone to a convenience store? I, uh, honestly, God, go look at a convenience store. You can tell the ones that are, that are corporately owned and the ones that are franchise owned. And most of them are franchised, so it's really tough to find a corporate one. But the, the corporately managed ones have one or two things in the window. They're not trying to overdo it. The franchisee ones, it looks like a quilt on the windows. They've got more signs up of no, don't, you can't, don't bring your dog in. I, you know, you got to wear a shirt. You, you must wear pants. I don't know. I actually saw that one recently. That was weird. I want to, I don't want to be in there when the some dude doesn't show up in pants or shows up without the pants. I don't know how to phrase that correctly. Anyway, Bill's laughing. Hi, Bill. Okay, so get back to this. It's really easy to do. It takes some time. It's worth every minute. Remember, the three resources you have are time, money, and effort. So spend the time and effort on doing the training correctly. The money will be there because your customers will love you more. You're being consistent with them. So please do this. It doesn't take much. And then drop me a line. So one of the things that I mentioned in a prior podcast is that I have a texting service that you can get a hold of me personally and ask a question. And if you want to join, it's free. It doesn't, uh, doesn't take anything else. Uh, it's a community app. It's, uh, but you text me directly. It comes right to me. So the app is on my side. You don't have to download a thing. So uh, to text me directly, it's 404-962-0541. And if you ask me a question, I'm going to respond personally right back to you. Happy to do it. I'm here to help. Let's Break Franchising is all about that, helping you, giving you the ideas on how to build your franchise into something that's much bigger than what it currently is, something that's sustainable. It should be a legacy business, something that you can pass down through generations. If you're not building it that way, then you're doing it wrong. Well, unless you don't have kids. And then in which case, who cares? No, that's not true. You still want to have a legacy business because whoever buys it should be able to keep it as long as they want. 
a legacy means it's always there. So even though it's passed through different people's hands, it's still the same business. So 50 years from now, a kid that came into your store today, 50 years from now, he brings his kids in or his grandkids in, and guess what? It's the same thing. They're like, oh my gosh, the hamburger tastes the same as when I was, you know, 50 years, I was here 50 years ago. That's awesome. That's what it should be. So look at things in a little bit different light. I love to help you guys. If you want to drop me a line, you can you can uh, drop it at uh, ask at businessbulldog.com. Ask, A-S-K, at businessbulldog.com. Happy to answer those questions too. Texting will get a hold of me much quicker. And usually you have your phone in your hand, so that makes it easier. Again, that number is 404-962-0541. And I appreciate each and every one of you. It's a new year. Forget about politics. All that is stupid. It doesn't help you or hurt you in your business. What you do in your business, what you do with your business, what you do with your customers and your team running your stores, that's what matters. Please get back to that. Avoid all the stupidity that's out there and just get back to business, the, the things that you can control. We love you here. We're happy to help you. Contact us and let us know how. Thank you. Have a great day.